obviously you made a right turn because here's the wrong kind of podcast. Oh, California. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's California. Uh, California Kyle has joined us in the studio. Hello, California Kyle. Thanks for having me back. We don't have no applause, so we will let uh, Allison Chains yeah. welcome you. It's going to be a little while before we get to the word California, so I guess we will uh, stop. So, Kyle, you've done the uh, reverse uh, Grapes of Wrath this week. You drove mm-hmm. from uh, the greater L.A. area to lovely southeast Kansas. That's right. How was that? It was pretty rough, uh, survivable, you know. Sleeping in your vehicle. Yep. Just pulled over when I got tired, found a truck stop, and crashed out in the back. Trying to be one with the road. Mm-hmm. Old school. Yeah. I really honestly thought that you was like uh, come with the whole clan and uh, was going to be holiday in it, but uh, I was mistaken on that. <laughs> More like holiday road, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah, really. So did you take the interstate hallway here, 44 or whatever it is, 40? Is it 44 or 40? No, it's a 40, but I've only taken the 40 once. Um, the last couple times I haven't. I peeled off last time. We peeled off um, in Texas and kind of went diagonal up through Texas to see some of the back roads. And this time I came up 25 up through New Mexico and then uh, uh, across through the southern part of Kansas. I wanted to see some of that Old West, Dodge City. Mm-hmm. You know, you actually got to see some of the flat Kansas. That's yeah. where it's flat. Yeah, it's not flat here. Everybody, ah, oh, it's flat in Kansas. Right. It ain't flat here. I mean, we literally have a area called the Flint Hills here. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we live near Big Hill. Right. So did you see tumbleweeds out there? I did. Yeah, that was first that was time. The weird part, um, like that. Yeah. Uh, so the last time when I left here, it was there was a big storm coming in, and it was negative six degrees, and you could see the snow drifts going across the road. It was really cool to look at. This time, same thing but tumbleweeds instead of snowdrifts. They were and piled up on the road? They were just... Well, I was going with the wind, mm-hmm. and they were going almost as fast as I was. It was Ain't there a crazy. song about going with the wind, chasing mm-hmm. the wind or something like that? Well, there's Against the Wind by Bob Seger. Yeah, but there's something about running with the wind or something. I don't know. Anyway. So did you go to Boot Hill? I did. Was there anything mm-hmm. there? Because on our vacation, family vacation, that was our last day. And we were, our ass was sparking off the pavement, man. We was ready to come home, and we just said, we passed it up. Yeah, it it wasn't much. Um, mm. I actually got there after it closed. Oh, really? That's And, nice. yeah, but ev- I think even if I had got there a little earlier, when you first pull into that area, they had fences up, and they were remodeling or, oh. I don't know, making the old new again or whatever they're doing over there. And then you said you also hit uh, Mead, where the Dalton hideout was. Oh, yeah. That I've never been to as well. With the tunnel that leads to the barn. Yeah. Yeah. You that said that a, thing was 100 yards long? About, yeah. It's pretty damn impressive for a uh, group of old-timers underground. Yeah, for sure. So what was the story with the hideout? They actually were there? Or? Uh, the docent there, he said that he believes that they were there a couple times. And didn't they have um, siblings or something? Sister lived out there or something, right? Yeah. In Mead. There was a lady, and I forget 
what her relation was, but so she she lived in the house, mm-hmm. and then the tunnel connected the house to the the hideout. Right. Well, and they actually, it's funny enough, they have a Dalton museum out there, literally like in in the house, right? Yeah. In the, in the old house. Yeah, and it, you know, has write ups on all the the gang and you know some relics and things from that time. I'm sure it's not as cool as ours. Of course not. Uh, mm. No, it's 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 tiny, but it's cool. Yeah, we've wanted to go for years and just never have made it. That's what, a ways out there. Yeah. What else did you see on your way? Anything cool? Mm, Pecos in New Mexico. I hadn't been up that way before. Yeah. Um, that was part of the, part of the trip. You know, that was yeah. that was different for this time. I didn't realize that was. It's kind of like Flagstaff. Have you ever been there? I've on the highway drove past facts, seen the trees. Yeah, when you go up and and it, you know, you're used to thinking of Arizona like Phoenix or Tucson or yep. you know, it's all just desert or something. And then you get up into the high desert and it's all pine trees and there's snow and yeah. And the Pecos area is kind of like that too. It was nice. Now I understand why it took you three days to get here. Took the scenic route. I couldn't figure out what was taking you so long. I was like, man, that dude is taking forever. Oh. I did it in 24 hours straight once, you know, just hauled. <laughs> Not everybody wants to deadhead like that. Man. Well, that's, that's exhausting. I was, uh, me and my stepdad. Oh, that's we would, right. We would take turns. He had a uh, four door one ton pickup, and we would take turns sleeping in the back seat. You know, hey, I got a poop all over. <laughs> you know, I don't know if uh, the last time Kyle was here, did you tell him that story about being out there and your stepdad was on the payphone and you're you're standing there saying hi to everybody? Yeah, I think I told you that, right? I don't remember that one. So we get to the greater LA area. I don't know where we were at. We just we pulled over somewhere, some parking lot, and uh, went to go to the payphone. You got to remember, this is ninety seven. So you know, I didn't have a cell phone. I don't. Apparently, he didn't have one. Those were that'd be pretty early ninety seven. Just maybe coming into fashion, you know, affordable ones that had any kind of range. Probably yeah. the small, you know, ones that you could throw against yeah. the wall and they wouldn't break. Uh, anyway, we pulled over to use a cell phone, and my stepdad is calling my cousin to find out exactly where we're at here. And people walk by, you know, I'm like, hey, what's up, man? You know, he's like, how are you doing? And when I got to my cousin's house, he was like, who was you talking to? Is there somebody else with you? No, dude, I don't know. Just some dude's walking by, man. You don't do that here. No. Like, what do you mean? You, know, you don't talk to people. I'm like, that's what's wrong with all you people out here. You ain't talking to nobody. All, all you people. Yeah. I'm like, damn, I just, you know. And then once he told me that, I really ramped it up then. Yeah. I gave him the good old Howdy. Southeast. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, bud? <laughs> Stick the hand up. Like, <laughs> hey, like you're trying to stop him. <laughs> yeah. You better wave at people around here. Mm-hmm. I, I drove by Yancey the other day and asked, didn't even wave at me. I th- guess I didn't see No, him. I'm just saying. That's what somebody would say. Oh. You seen Yancey oh, okay. lately? You tell him I waved. Yeah. <laughs> Saw him and, last Thursday down by the feed store. And and I didn't see you is not a good enough excuse. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Yeah. Rude. Damn, anyway, you should have been looking for me. So it's really that way, though? You don't know nobody talks to anybody out there? No, not so much. That's not good. That's not good. Now that you're a Kansan, uh, you'll have to start talking to people. Right. Do, Better, you, uh, do you know how to handle when you meet people on the street? Hey, how you doing? Like I said, <laughs> how you doing? Just knock your head at them, you know? Yeah. Give them a little, give them a little something. Howdy. That's a, howdy. 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 I, I hope it doesn't go any deeper than that, because oh, that's about all I got. It's just... Well, if 
if it was me, you know, you never know. Small talk kings around here. Yeah, and especially if you're standing there. You're good. Uh, if you want to talk about the weather, you're okay. Or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, anything about, want to bitch about politics or the price of anything, you're okay. You, uh, it, you go to the hardware store very often? Yeah. You better learn a lot of, like, one, two-syllable words because mm-hmm. you're going to need them for small talk, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are going to ask you questions, you know, about your day. Or, yeah. hey, man, what are you working on? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, did you see the weather forecast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know, junk. Just say you're working on some junk. Some yeah. Junk. Yeah. I mean, piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Probably made in China. Yeah. That's ch- anything made in China. Yeah, that's good. What else? Anything good? So, you brought notes. You said. <clears throat> yeah. So, well, I mean, after I came out from uh, from that area, you know, I got it down in New Mexico, and I was going through. You know how. Like when you're passing through the smaller towns and they have you slow down from like 55 down to 30. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a suggestion. <laughs> okay. Except for Cheetah Paw. Yeah. Uh, speed trap towns, man. I always think like, you know, I grew up watching, you know, Dukes of Hazards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I always think like Roscoe's going to be hiding behind the billboard or something. That's good and stuff. he will. It's real. Yeah. So there's this one town and they had like, these dips that were built into their road like they already had you slowing down but also they had these dips built in and but there was no kind of sign saying that there was going to be a dip there there was no like lines on the road or anything like that i thought for sure man, <laughs> no were, lines on the road sounds familiar man it, was it around here <laughs> no it's new mexico oh okay huh? sand blew it all off probably and sand blasted the road they like to jostle everything loose that i had tied down the trailer i was like jiminy christmas you know like and uh so i was i was getting kind of mad about it and i was gonna say i was thinking about you know stop it say something to somebody (laughs) 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 may i make a suggestion (laughs) do you see any pulled away that guy was from california (laughs) right some bitches and i figured you know to to grow up in new mexico you already got to be pretty tough Mm. And a little crazy. <laughs> so, so did you just over. keep driving? Just I just kept, I mean, pull over to the city hall. I want to talk to you about your shitty roads. Right. Where's the mayor, damn it? <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff, man. I like it. Let's see what else. Then I, uh, later in the evening, pulled in for gas. I was going to get something. They had, uh, you know, the subway and the Chester's there. Like they, like they oh, do it pretty Chester's, much every huh? That's a chicken place, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, if you need to know about a crispy, crunchy chicken, we can get Cheesehead to like pinpoint every one of them between right. here and uh, the Pecos. He's got them you. all bookmarked. Yeah. So I, I I go to the gal and you know not thinking that they didn't have you know the regular selection of a regular subway because it's a gas station. I asked them if they had the tomato basil wrap because I was going to get a turkey yeah. avocado bacon wrap. Wow, that's a lot of stuff. Fancy man, yeah. dude, California stuff, you know. Yeah. And I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> No, we don't have that. You got I meat said, and cheese. Right? <laughs> you like roast beef? <laughs> I said, okay, well, just give me uh and, and as I'm, like, getting ready to change my order or something that they might have, because I see they got bread in the case over there, she That's starts handy. walking away from me, and she goes into the, to the back area, the little kitchen or whatever they got back there, <laughs> and she just walks away from me as I'm talking. Yeah. So I'm standing there, and I wait, you know, look at the menu, and she comes back out, and I said... Uh, okay, well, you know, I'll take, I was going to say a, a chicken sandwich, but she looks at me like, like it's the first time she ever saw me. And she says, the line's over there. 
Oh. Were you the only one in the building? Yeah. But the line's over there. <laughs> so I just oh left. Oh, my gosh. So you didn't even eat a sandwich? No, I left. I went over there to, to the Taco Bell. I, I rolled the dice, Oof. you know, Oof. late at night, went to the Taco Bell. Damn, Damn so I'm on the road. On While the driving? road, Taco Bell. This man, man. right here. Man. Three days on the road. Road Taco Bell, yeah, sleeping in your truck. I mean, Eesh. I don't know if I've ever met a more uh, brave soul. Yeah, I mean, that's what you call ditch gambling. <laughs> <laughs> ditch gambling. That's yeah. right. Man. I hope you found some tall grass. I think uh, Lady uh, Lebowski's husband knows a little bit about the oh. uh, the ditch gambling. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. yes. There's a little Easter egg for you. We yes. won't tell you. Yeah. You know the, the rest of the reference. But. Mm. Yeah, that was that was pretty much day one. <laughs> that was just day one. That was day one. Shit, I thought and that was it. Slept slept in the truck, like we said. Good uh, Jeep Gladiator. Mm. If anybody out there's got a Jeep Jack Gladiator or a JK, don't recommend. Oh, uh, I mean, maybe if you're like four foot eleven and well, the seats are probably contoured too, right? Exactly. So there's like a hump. Yeah. So. Figured it out the second night, like wadded up my jacket to fill in the hump. Yeah. And that made it a little smoother. Slept a little better the second night, but still had my legs all curled up and uh, woke up, foot asleep, knees aching. Mm-hmm. You know, well, you're getting older. You're in a advanced recommend. stage now. Yeah. You can't be almost, doing Almost that. 50. Yeah. Too old to be you, sleeping in the backseat of the Jeep. No more. So day a, two starts. Yeah. We're, we're, we're unwadding ourselves from right. the Jeep. Stomach gurgling. Mm. <laughs> Taco Bell's. Right. Yeah. Hey, Kyle. Right. Yeah, man. Remember me? Ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole new kind of bell that was ringing. No. <laughs> There's no way in hell I'm eating Taco Bell on the road. He said late at night, too, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Like, what are we talking? 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night? was probably and you're not even on the interstate you're passing through small towns fully loaded yeah at that point i was on the 40 still good lord yeah all right sorry and then uh yeah the second day was was the mead and and uh boot hill day and that was the day that uh the wheel started falling off i got a flat tire in dodge city oh literally yep and uh then i was coming through Got got the flat tire fixed. Was coming across, and I was hoping to make it to Wichita. Um, Nobody hopes to make it to Wichita, well, man. You know, <laughs> didn't didn't quite make it. the The trailer lights started giving me trouble, mm. so it was a blown fuse. So got that fixed, and then just another night in the truck stop parking lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Did you hear uh, any? No, thank goodness. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> Twenty dollars. Didn't, didn't have any visitors. That's good. Nobody That's good. walked by though in the middle of the night. You hear people walking by or anything like that. Uh, that freaked me out, man. The only thing that kind of woke me up was the wind. Oh yeah. It was real windy last night. You yeah. um, did you hang anything? You sure, up that wasn't or? the Taco Bell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't say what yeah, kind of wind yeah. it was. Uh, so you so you hung some stuff up, maybe? No, I just oh, he just commando out pulled there. Pulled the sleeping bag over my head. Oh, God, man. Th- dude, there's no way. Like I can't uh. even. I can't sleep with the curtains open. I I wouldn't be able to sleep in a truck stop parking lot without any kind of. I'm just imagining like some that. derelict 
person walking around looking at you through the window like digging at her nose i don't know about that but like you know just looking at you going mm, look at that guy in there you know like picking his teeth after he just got mm, some taco bell wrappers in there you know right, right. I, I, I ate the corned beef hash at the petro so you're sleeping in your truck on the way home too right yeah i guess so is this your vacation man no oh okay Come out like, to do work. Well, I mean, like you're taking vacation though to yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. Man, I'd I'd probably I'd probably get me a Motel Six. I leave a light on for you. Mm. I mean, eesh. Well, I mean, going back, I'll be going <laughs> with the uh, with the hours of the day. Oh, so that's true. Days will be a little longer. You'll, you'll, oh, put it put in more miles. That's true. That's true. Are you gonna? So maybe just be one night in the truck stop. Since you're living in the future now, are you mm. going to uh, phone back home, tell them the lottery numbers? <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah, I'm phoning back to the past. <laughs> we always, uh, uh, there's a podcast that I listen to, and uh, they're always talking about Australia is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, tell, tell us what the future is like. Yeah. You know, that's what happened with the JFK assassination. <laughs> at least according to, at least according to that movie that they had already printed the headlines oh, that yeah. he was assassinated yeah. the next day. You talking know, about the uh, like Oliver that. Stone movie? Yeah. He's kind of Oliver Stone's a little bit like um, uh, the original conspiracy theorist. Well, no, the uh, uh, Kill Bill, um, Quentin Tarantino. Oliver Stone was kind of like Quentin Tarantino, you know, rewriting history type stuff and conspiracy theory type stuff. Or speaking of conspiracy theories, did you see that the FBI director has pretty much said that the uh, COVID come from the Wuhan lab? Yeah, saw that. What what is up with the uh, so the FBI director said that, but what is it with the Department of Energy coming out reporting stuff about why the hell COVID? are they even talking I, about it? I, I don't I don't know. It's literally the Department of Energy is coming out reporting stuff about COVID. Maybe it's because the CDC has burned so many bridges that people are like, I ain't listening to shit they're <laughs> saying. Take medical advice from the oil business <laughs> right. than I would from the yeah right exactly. Yeah. Well, since I, you know. The uh, Department of Energy has everybody's ear with the EV stuff and all that. Yeah. Maybe they're just going to let them roll out everything. You know, hey, the the new federal food pyramid brought to you by the Department of Energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So is that all your trip? Yep. So now I'm I'm here. I'm back. Back like McRib. Back ready. like McRib. <laughs> you don't want to be back like McRib. Shit, man. Last ready, time ready I to had disappoint that. you again. Yes. Does like, it, like that dad that when he finally comes home, he disappoints you. Yeah. Does mm-hmm. it seem to be a little less rib and a little bit more earlobe each Sauce. time it comes out? Like the, the last time I got it, man, it was like a fat man in a bowl of jelly. That rib was just sliding around and all that sauce. It was. You gross, try to take a bite man. out of it and it flies out the other yeah. end of the bun, man. Uh, I mean, I used to be a McRib connoisseur. Me too. I couldn't wait for it to come back. Yeah, but now I'm like, I you know, I'm passing it up, mm-hmm. man. That they yeah. way too much barbecue sauce. Yeah, they're trying to uh, cover up just the patty of gristle. Apparently, these days, they're. I don't think lipstick like, on a pig. May, well, yeah, pretty much all that's left is lips from a pig mm. once they make that. Hey, thing. I tell you what, though, man, that tube meat that's the best kind there is. The lips, buttholes, yeah, you know, the feet, yeah. Lips ass. The bar s hot dog. Do you guys have the bar s hot dog out we there? Do. Really? Yeah. No, no shit. I didn't think that they would have the floor sweepings mm. hot dogs in California. <laughs> That's the only way to go, man. I don't like these highfalutin elitist hot right. dogs. <laughs> all beef, specific meat variety. Yeah. And then turkey. And then beef. Cheesehead. He takes you to these places in Detroit where they got the natural casing. Uh huh. It's like, what 
That's, that's poop tube, right? Right, right. Mm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I want to make a, sure, you know. Yeah, they, they're stuffing a hot dog in a doo doo noodle. It was kind of <laughs> neat, though, to go to the two different places. They're right next to each other, and it's like the main deal in Detroit. And you have to make a comparison. Of course, I liked the older, little more uh, earthy one, you know. I think it's cool when a, a city has something like that. Like Philadelphia has those two cheesesteak places yeah. that are pretty much right across the street, right? Yeah. Um, there's places in New York that do that with pizza. There's like John's of Bleecker and some, there's a real well-known pizza place right across the street. I think that's, I think that's cool. And it drives a lot of business to, to both of them. Have you been to Randy's yeah. donuts? Um, no, I've not. So Randy's donut to you is probably like Dalton's to us, you know, mm. whatever. I want to go to Randy's donut. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm talking I'm about. I'm doing right? past it. Yeah. Just haven't been. That's pretty cool. Anyway, is that all the notes you got? Mm, oh, no. no, no. Let's see what else. Man. I mean, this man yeah, came prepared notes. for class. <laughs> uh, well, I saw a sign on the way here. Oh, um, God. Mm. Was it riddled with bullets? No. Oh. It said, uh, it was talking about the police car that got its wheels stolen. The police are working tirelessly to find oh. oh, 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 my goodness. Yikes. Da- well, this is the, the midweek show, so we got the dad jokes, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, fire away. Um, let's see, you mentioned electric cars. Mm-hmm. So um, I was going to say how my kind of view of electric cars has, has changed since the earlier electric cars. You know, they used to look kind of funny. Yeah. Little wedge-looking thing. Yeah. That little yeah. Honda Civic came out and had the wheel skirts on the back and mm-hmm. stuff yeah. back in the early 2000s. Insight. Yeah. Yeah. And I always said that people wouldn't really, they, like, they wouldn't catch on. People wouldn't start buying them until they looked like normal cars, but they were just electric. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where we're getting to now. Mm-hmm. Like, they got some... Looking cars. Cars, yeah. Well, yeah. you know what's ironic is one of the biggest gas guzzlers of the early 2000s is now like the flagship the EV Hummer. vehicle of GM. That thing looks pretty cool. Yeah, the, the, the Hummer, Hummer EV. They, really? they brought Hummer back from death to make it an EV vehicle, and it's kind of ironic. So I believe that where you're from would be the perfect place for electric cars. Commuter, big, lots of people, you know, where yeah. you're clearly destroying the atmosphere with the orange haze out there i've seen it in person you know Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that would be fine i just don't see how they're going to convert so a semi can only haul forty thousand pounds i believe how much of that semi is going to be batteries batteries yeah you know and i'm not trying to figure out ways to thwart the whole battery thing but it seems like there's a place for it it seems like mass population centers would be a good place for battery operated cars yeah you know, but I don't, I don't see it on the highways and around here. We just, it was a big deal the other day. We got our first fast charging station, right. you mm-hmm. know, it's like, Ooh, so I don't know. Well, a yeah. lot of uh, carrier companies are, they've switched to those Tesla tractors. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. Um, my, the company I work for, <laughs> they, they switched a few and they were testing them out and they're, they're having issues with them. None of them come through here, have they? No. By the way, haven't why haven't we got any Peeps soft drink? I'll work yet? on that. Okay, thank you. Yeah, the mass transit vehicles are doing doing that way too. But the thing for me is like, I'd like to see a resurgence of like the electric car for the people. You know, like there was another uh, car, something about the people. 
Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't ever want to jump in my car and have to wait for a download before I have to go somewhere, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Good Lord. And I don't need all the lane departure and, and all that other stuff and, and a whole screen of a, you know, thing oh, telling me which one way thing to go. I want, though, and I know Justin would put it on his the farting blinker. Did you see that deal the other day where that kid programmed his dad's car to do that? His, his uncle's. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you're a sick man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take that off. It's a, it's a great video. Take me off this Facebook site. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I heard somebody again say that today. Yeah, hell. That's one thing you gotta love about Tesla's. They got a sense of humor. Yeah, Elon yeah. does definitely have a sense of humor. There's there's something. I don't know if, if the the sense of humor comes from him or he feeds off of like the environment of the, the culture of the company, you know. But he does seem to have a sense of humor. So he's on Saturday Night Live and it wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a strange cat. But uh, it wasn't terrible. It won't be as good as when the greatest tight end of all time was on this Saturday night. <laughs> right. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, when Elon was on Saturday Night Live and Doge tanked after he was on well, there? Well, I actually mm. watched it live on Robin Hood. And every time he would mention something about Doge, it would spike several dollars. Like, I was like, holy yeah. hell, this is the world we're in to where the market is being affected by what this guy is saying live on TV. I'm now officially out of the cryptocurrency. Well, so since we're talking about crypto, I'll just bring this up real quick. There are actually, imagine that, governments coming up with their own digital currency, well, right? The United States is working on one. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's so ironic that the government was so against crypto. They, talk, they called it dangerous and it's unregulated and all that. They were pissed that private companies were elbowing in on their racket. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what it is. You know what I don't like about crypto especially when the government gets involved in it let's say if we end up in which we're already kind of there now i've got like 20 bucks in my pocket and that's only because of the lottery deal at work but uh at any time your money's just floating around out there in space you know what i mean and they could just you're done that's what i don't like about completely digital currency i guess i'm old enough that i still need to be able to go down to the bank and get mine out well, and that you run the risk, too, of the people that you're buying it from, like the CEO of a crypto company being legit, like that FTX thing. The guy was basically just paying himself, dumping it into an account, paying himself. There was another guy that was kind of doing the same thing. He was taking one of those like dump online dump wallets or something like that, and he was you know siphoning money into it. And it was supposed to be um, just this wallet where you would dump, dump worthless crypto into it and mm-hmm. and it was locked away nobody could get into it you would just you would just dump in there and it was never to be seen again well he was dumping it into this wallet meanwhile he was cashing that wallet out because he had the key and the password to it after he claimed to all of his investors mm-hmm. that he didn't have access to the account i mean you just run you run that risk like any other private company that you can trust the people you're buying the stuff from right well in this mm-hmm. case it's monetary yeah I don't trust any of it. Is that all your notes? That thing where you were talking about oh. when uh, when Elon would tweet something. You know, I was trying to get into the stock market and and trying to do a little bit of trading, but yeah. that that's the thing that frustrated and, and got me away from it. You know, it was like, well, you know, here I am trying to pick a company based off of its merits and its financials and all that stuff, and then a tweet comes out, and then it just didn't make any sense to me. So might as well go to the casino, right? Yeah, I mean, it's basically what you're you're kind of playing. 
a casino when you're doing the uh, the crypto thing and the you know the stock market. It's it's more or less it is a gamble, literally. Yeah. I got rid of all of my crypto yesterday on all of my apps, sold it all, and uh, bought like old school stock, like at a company that I might work for, and I've already made more money than you know. I'm out. Yeah, playing the old system like that, huh? Yep. Play, playing the long game. I'm trying to find my uh, app for my uh, 401k. I have been losing my ass on that thing for the last year and a half, mm-hmm. two years, until like here recently. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, it is uh, rebounded a little bit, which of course is taking forever because of the stupid internet out here. I didn't even want to open mine. I would get a physical like summary in the mail, and I would just shred it immediately. I, I didn't even want to look at it. I mean, I wasn't going to move anything around as far as stocks and bonds or anything like that. I just, uh, I didn't even want to see it because I knew that the writing was on the wall there that the economy wasn't doing well. So I just, I would chuck it. It's actually trending up, I suppose. Year to date, I've made 3% now, whereas one year, I've lost 7%. I mean, you know. It's finally, I think, coming back. I guess they realized that Biden wasn't going to jack it as bad as they thought they was. So maybe people are just... The stock market is way too influenced by people's opinion. Yeah. It, I've heard somebody... Or people's statements and tweets. It's, I mean, it's very volatile. And I've heard before and so many times, I'm sure you have too, that it's, bas- it's just a shell market anyway. It's just a bubble that's constantly waiting to pop. We're, on, we're constantly on the verge of inflation and i mean the the stock market can just take a turn at any time for the good and bad yeah i don't know the stock market doesn't always reflect how healthy we are as a country either a lot of people look at the stock market and i'm no expert but a lot of people look at the stock market and it's you know way up in numbers people are like oh yeah we're doing great you know have you looked at gdp lately you know it's not relatable at all right these headphones are killing my ears today for some reason. I don't know why. You got any notes? Yeah, I got a few. Kyle, were you done with your notes? Um, I just have maybe one more thing from the road. Uh-oh. Uh, I think uh, maybe it's a, a thing as you get older, but have you uh, squinted at, at the screen or the radio to try to hear it better? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I have turned it down uh, intersections so I could tell what was going on better. Same thing. I have found that. I think that's a real thing, though. I think that's a concentration thing. And I don't know if it too, gets... Too much. Right, right. Just like sensory overload. So something has to go. And it's yeah. the noise. It's mm. the noise that'll go for me. Like, I'll turn it down so I can read something. or you know, And I think it comes more with age. Because I didn't really notice myself doing it when I was younger. But the older I've gotten, I, I do it more and more. So there's a, a TV show I was watching, too, where I, I caught myself squinting. I don't know if you've heard of Clarkson's Farm. No. It's uh, Jeremy Clarkson from oh. Top Gear. Yeah. You seen that one? So he's got this newer show where he's got a farm in the English countryside. Yeah, he filmed that during COVID, didn't he? He started yeah. filming it during COVID, yeah. And he's got a couple of farmhands that help him out. And, you know, they're like kind of like the England's version of a redneck. Mm-hmm. You know, they, <laughs> they kind of have their own dialect. And... uh kind of hard to understand so sometimes i gotta squint at the screen to to hear what they're saying you uh turn the captions on you a captions guy 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. We uh we have the captions on more and more at our house, man. I I don't know. I can't do it because then all I'm doing is watching the damn captions. Well, even my little twelve year old daughter will ask us to turn the captions on sometimes. You know, it's not an old person thing. Can't it's, do it. Just can't do it. I'll just turn it up. Megan's like, it's not loud. <laughs> well, it wasn't loud to you guys coming here because now I can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> so the show is supposed to be kind of a, a comedy, like a fish out of water kind of a thing where you know, he spent most of his life doing that Top Gear car show. Yeah. And and now he's on a farm. He doesn't know anything about farming. And so he messes everything up that he tries to do. You know, he's um, got this ridiculous tractor and he's got these crazy ideas and, and he's trying to, to make all this stuff happen. But the comedy part almost takes a back seat to the drama part that ends up coming out, which is what me, makes me think of you, Justin, in particular with this show. Where, you know, he's trying to do things for the good of his community. Yeah. Um, so he's got this farm and he wants to open a farm shop where he sells items that he's grown on his farm. Okay. And, you know, has other people from the community and they, they bring their items and, and they're going to be for sale. But the people in town, they don't like his <laughs> shop because it brings more traffic and... We don't you know, want them outsiders here. Yeah. Um, and then in the second season, he tries to open a restaurant and he builds this coalition of all the farmers around him. And it's going to be beef that comes from cows on their farm and vegetables from the neighbor's farm. And everybody's coming together and and the city just flat says no. And, Jeez. you know, they're making him go through all this red tape and, and, and fighting him at every everything. And, you know, it just, just kind of reminds me of the way that... He, you know that some of the dynamics around here that you talk about sometimes—that's all fixed. I'll change. The mm-hmm. Martin for commissioner, twenty twenty three. That's right. Have you liked the way I've been using old pictures and hiding a uh, message somewhere in it? Yeah, I don't People, know how you get time to do that. Oh, uh, you know, I got time. Well, a lot of those are scheduled too. People probably think all he does is on Facebook. Well, there's like three or four posts scheduled to happen tomorrow. I mean, I I, I space them out. So, yeah, it, it doesn't come, it's not the way it comes across. Uh, how, what do you think about that bell right there? Did you, have you haven't got to see the bell yet, have you? The new and improved bell, man. Yeah, look at that thing. Well, not, this is my first time in, in real life. So, yeah, sweet. by con- comparison, the last time you were here, I was ringing that bell up there that is now in the uh, WKOP Hall of Fame. <laughs> and uh, and now we have this uh, new and improved bell that yes. Justin was getting ready to talk about. Harmonics. Yes, the harmonics. <laughs> Dude, so... When I ring it, it will it will resonate for uh, I'm pretty sure an hour and a half. So I have to uh, ring it and then mute it with my finger because it has some resonance to it. Believe me, uh, it's well made. It's well made, Bill. Give it a strum, Yancy. Still going. Still, and there, there it yeah, is. Yeah, that was a long time. Yeah. So we took him by the square splinter. Showed him around. The whole uh, square family was there. Oh. And uh, I didn't realize that he still has the paint booth in the back. Oh, he does. You know, he's one of those friends that you realize has a lot of stuff that you need to use. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't realize that I have a lot of paint projects that I need. To well, do. I was going to ask, did you make a, like a mental list while you were in there? Well, like, I did I could use inventory that? that he had this and that and some welders and stuff. And yeah. yeah I, and, I, and the skill to use them. So I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's a perfect storm. It's not bad. 
And then we took him by Hershey's, and we were sitting here enjoying some uh, very scrumptious cookies. Those delicious and those peanut butter and jelly cookie. Over the top, dude. Yeah. I don't know. That's. I don't know if I'd call that a cookie. That's like a pastry, right? Yeah. I, man, the other day when I saw them, they were posting videos on their Facebook site, and uh, they, were, they were fresh <laughs> out of the oven. They were breaking them open. They were all ooey-gooey. They had some kind of cookie that had butter in the middle of it. Yeah. I'm like, how the hell do you get the butter inside? They they gave a description about packing the butter in there. Mm-hmm. And then, no uh, what is it? No bell? <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll save that uh, for. <laughs> and then uh, we took him by the Patriot Barbecue. Mm-hmm. We did the tour of all of the establishments of Coffeeville. Right. And uh, yeah, now here we are. Yeah. Um, when you were out of the studio earlier, we were getting ready to record and. He was telling me about the tour a little bit. I was like, did uh, did he tell you, that used to be a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That used to be a blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I did. <laughs> hey, that's how I give tours of the town, yeah. too. And I got out and said, hey, imagine the four-story tall Sears building that used to be right there. Man. It's gone now. My grandma used to work there. Really? Yeah. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that used to be there. Uh, whatever. Uh, as you can see from my Facebook post earlier today, I am convinced that we in this community need to let go of that shit. We need to let go of it because it's not going to do any good to keep harping on about what was there and how it got ripped out from underneath of us. What you need to start doing is concentrating on what you have and aggressively, I'm talking aggressively, support places like Patriot and Hirsch's and the Square Splinter guy. When you're sitting there on a Friday evening talking to your woman and you're like, hey, you want to run down there to Owasso and get something to eat? Mm-hmm. No, man. Run your ass down there to Patriot or any other establishment in town and eat something. Not not saying every time don't go to Owasso, but every third time you want to go to Owasso and eat, why don't you go downtown? You know, we got to aggressively support these people. You know, you can, and, and we've been beating this drum for a long time, but... You can uh, embrace what you have, but also acknowledge some change, right? Because we we embrace our past around here quite a bit. Excuse me, maybe not as much as we used to. I mean, the Dalton Defender days used to be huge. You know, what, has, tw- twenty it has years ago, peaks it's, and valleys. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, tapered off a little bit in the past few years. But you know, they're st- they still got it going. You got a lot of great volunteers out there that still put the thing on. Yeah. Civic involvement has dwindled, you know, to that yeah. almost almost like anything else here. Yeah. I just I I don't know what would it, what it would take to like reaffirm everybody's faith in in. I don't know, uh, involving themselves in the community or investing well, in the community. I mean, what what's it, what would it take? Is I'm it going to take an absolute burning down of I don't know. everything around us? I'm going to whine just a little bit and bitch and complain and just, you know, just shoot straight from the hip because I really don't give a shit. Uh, we brought in a world-class musician. Yeah, we did. And it was free with donations. You know, we had some donations, but the donations did not add up to the caliber of musician that you had here. And the message was to us, make it bigger and better. We did. We made it bigger and better, and less people showed the hell up. Yeah. So when people around here bitch and moan, there's nothing to do. When there is shit to do, you don't do it. 
Well, and then we had comments after the fact, of course, you know, everybody wanted to give their oh, input. Yeah. Oh, and they were yeah. like, well, you shouldn't have gone so big. Okay, well, let's just stick with the status quo every day. You shouldn't have gone year. so big. You told us to go big. Let's just, let's stick and just, you know, plateau and just, yeah, we'll just phone it in every freaking year, right? Whatever. And not try to grow it, not try to make it any bigger. Yeah, whatever. You know? Yeah, it's always been like that with every event that I've been a part of, too, with yeah. like in the car club. You know, you get donated items, and then you try to raffle them off. Well, everybody's a cheapskate, and yeah. you never get the value of what the thing is actually worth. Uh, but I think you're right on about, you know, uh, I, I kind of think of it like pruning, you know, like the old stuff that's that's going to die needs to get pruned off so that the new stuff can come in and fill up. I mean, the population, even if the population is decreasing in the area, I don't see a town that's dying here. No, we've got a town that's is laying there, and it is desperately looking for its... Coffeeville is looking for its identity. Right now, Coffeeville's identity is, well, we used to be great. Well, if that's how you're going to see it, what is, what is the thing I've been saying lately? Learn from the past and build for the future. Mm-hmm. Sure, you don't forget all the cool shit you had, but man, get over it. It's gone. It's not coming back. Well, and, and decreasing population does not automatically have to translate into uh, a decreased quality of life either, right? People are constantly saying, well, that, that shit's dying. That damn town is going to be a ghost town one of these days. You know, there ain't nothing there. Blah. People think just because there is, you know, a dwindle in population or a decrease in population that, you know, the town's just going to dry up. Okay, well, let's just let it dry up then, huh? That's the mindset. And it kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier, Kyle, about people and their ideas. We got to support people that make these steps, you know, yeah. like uh, old Ike up there with his podcast, you know, Big Hill Small Talk. That's not what I call it, really. But, uh, Anyway, uh, you got to support that. You got to listen to that shit. Even if you don't necessarily want to, yeah. listen to it a little bit so he gets a download, which that'll help him. You know, you will listen to every one of these all the way through on the wrong kind of podcast. But, you know, you've got to help them out. Edge over edge. You know, even them dudes over in Galena, mm-hmm. you know, you got to help them out too. If you don't, the only thing you're doing when you go to Tulsa or Wichita or Joplin every time that you have a little bit of extra money is your help at Tulsa, Joplin, and Wichita. Yeah. You're paying for the roads that you're only going to be on once a month. You're leaving your money there to help their economy. Which Meanwhile, we, we need to be doing the opposite here. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not going to go to Branson a couple times this year or to Tulsa probably seven times this right. year, you know. Uh, but I also made a point to stop by Hershey's and buy a box of cookies. I made a point to go to the Patriot barbecue and eat some food. Yep. And Hey man, where'd we go whenever we needed those, uh, audio cables when we were going to Ike's, we went to ACE Yep. right here in Caulfield. Yeah. Olson's a street ACE hardware, man. Cause them dudes got everything in there. That's what I was telling you earlier. Man. Them dudes got like cables, like audio cables, crap that I'm like, what? They got a better selection of audio cables than Walmart. I honestly believe that. Found exactly what we needed. Yeah. I mean, it was some mixed together <laughs> shit, but it, <laughs> it worked. A, we had the cobble. Yeah. But, I mean, we know. had adapters, but I mean, it, it worked. I'm really impressed with that place. I was pointed out to him on the way earlier. That thing is like a mini Lowe's. Yeah. It is neat in there. And of course you got Dustin in there, which that's a character. He's always fun to talk to. Yeah. Store mascot. Yeah. He is the helpful <laughs> hardware, man. So what else you got? 
have zero notes, dude. Zero. I, I just got a couple of things, and they're not earth-shattering things, but there are uh, sensitivity readers who are rewriting the James Bond books to remove content deemed offensive by modern readers. This is... The uh, it says a week after censors edited Roald Dahl's classic children books, which Megan talked about on our last episode. Um, there are sensitivity readers, like I said, rewriting Ian Fleming's iconic novels about James Bond. This is actually Ian Fleming's Publications Limited, the company that owns the literary rights to the author's work, commissioned sensitivity readers. They commissioned readers. To go through all of the James Bond books, to pour over the novels, and scrub any offensive content before the republication. Um, I heard some of it this morning, like the comparison, and it was... Yeah. So the, the reissued books will reportedly remove the race and ethnicity of certain characters. Um, so there's there's an example here. The original book has a... Uh, an altered scene. Here's an example where Bond witnesses a strip tease at a nightclub in Harlem, New York. The original book read Bond could hear the audience panting and grunting like pigs at the trough. That's what he, I heard. he felt his own hands gripping the tablecloth. His mouth was dry. The rewritten passage will read Bond could sense the electric tension in the room. Well, they were, the original one was describing, I don't know if anybody's been in a strip bar before or not, but, uh, they were describing what's going on in there. Yeah. There's an atmosphere in there. And, I mean, before everybody was not in this culture of, we need it now, you know, we'd rather watch movies over books type thing. And, and you know, you're always going to have that. But, you know, literary works were very descriptive. I mean, people did not spare any words in their descriptions of scenarios and, and situations in books. I mean, if you ever read a, a Mark Twain book, it is exhausting because the guy uses 10 words for every word that he probably should have used or could have used. You know, it's... Do you think books... It was just a different time. Do you think books ought to have the description of the race or the ethnicity of a person? Because in a way, you are kind of painting the picture. Right. And, I mean, literally. And I don't know... Now, sometimes I guess it doesn't matter if a person's black, white, or brown... But if you're trying to paint a picture, I guarantee that you, I can see that Kyle is darker complexion than you. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're really trying to paint a picture. I mean, you're trying to mimic life through description. So, I mean, if you look at somebody, you now, know, there are those people out there. Oh, I don't see color, man. I see color. I just don't give a shit. Hey, that's, that's a black guy. I can't acknowledge that that's a black guy and, and call him as such. Like you said that one time, if somebody goes missing, yeah. And and it's a it's a black guy. You know, you're not gonna be like, oh well, he's about six six four, yeah, brown I hair. I don't see color, man. That's a quick way to just you know cut it in half. You know, you're looking right. for this or that. Mm -hmm. you know? I because mean, it, it, in a book, if it moves the story forward, for sure it should be in there. I mean, if it's just an extra word, I mean, some authors are are famous for that. But yeah, there's a reason we're given this great gift of sight, or you know, uh, most people can see can see decently well or great you know to be able to see the <clears throat> the differences for description i just i don't understand i don't understand the mindset behind it it just seems like another reason to be divisive and to uh i mean we've we've seen in the past few years you know minorities taken off of <laughs> rice boxes syrup That's i mean crazy. it, it 
Yeah. Everybody talks about whitewashing. You know, you're literally taking minorities off of notable things. Yeah. Sooner or later, some of they're our not going to be anywhere. Some of our favorite things. Right. They, they removed the Indian and kept the land. I mean, that was so ironic. Yeah. They were, remember, you got Land of Lakes out there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They removed the Indian woman and kept the land. Yep. It's like, geez, man, this is, you can't right. make this stuff up. I mean, that's a pretty good and funny description that they removed the Indian and kept the land. Yep. Thing that, yeah, ironic. Yeah. Um, the thing that came to mind as you were talking was, you know, if if you don't learn from history, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. You know? The old uh, canned phrase that you just yeah. put forth right there. I mean, the words still ring true all yep. the time, and we just continue to. For for just the sake of not hurting somebody's feelings, it's like, right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, Tom Brady, uh, you know, newly re-retired Tom Brady for now. Yes, uh, is in talks with Netflix on airing, recording and airing the greatest roast of all time comedy special. So. Uh, the retired quarterback is in talks with Netflix to be the center of a roast special with the working title "Greatest Roast of All Time," according to TMZ. So, you know, do with that what you will. A source told the outlet that separate reports about Brady pursuing a career in stand-up comedy are untrue. No way. I had I had actually heard that a couple of days ago that he was considered, you know, uh, considering stand-up comedy. He was on SNL, I think. He um, is kind of spicy on the Twitter too. I mean, he seems to have a decent sense of humor, right? He was on SNL back in 2005, just a few months after he won his third Super Bowl. Um, he was also, he had a brief cameo in Ted 2 and Paul Rudd's Netflix series Living With Yourself in 2019. I've never seen that. Uh, Brady has not re- addressed the reports, which come nearly one month after he announced his retirement following 23 NFL seasons. Uh, the quarterback shared the news about the end of his playing days in an emotional video. Yeah, we know. We've seen yeah, it. Uh, they sold the sand there where he was at. Some of it going for as much as $30,000 for a little vial. I don't know if you saw that or not. It'd be cheaper to buy yourself a plane ticket, go down there and scoop some of that shit yourself. Yeah, roll naked where he was. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Uh, get sand in all the places where mm. Tom Brady retired. Um but yeah, that's that's about it. I don't really have much this week either. Knew we were have to, you know, having Kyle in. He was bringing his own oh, notes, man. Kyle, oh, pretty shit. much our guest carried the show this carried time. Carried the show. So is uh, for Tom Brady. Do you know is that a like a passion of his to do comedy or because uh, didn't he sign a big deal to do like sports casting Fox. for the three hundred and seventy five so million dollars? It's not for the money. No. Supposedly, he's going to be replacing Olsen as the yep. number one color guy, right? right? Yep. Which the way Olsen screwed up that whole Super Bowl deal, I'm not surprised. But, uh, yeah, that's what they say, man. I don't know. I guess we'll see. The Peyton, uh, the Peyton, the Mannings, then people, they're taking over. Omaha Productions. I mean, damn. Yep. His brother's hosting... Uh, Games, Peyton's hosting TV shows. They got that Monday Night Football. They got all kinds of stuff. Um, on ESPN Plus, there's Peyton's Places, and there's also Eli's Places. Yeah, I haven't um, watched any Eli's. Yeah, he goes to, uh, so Peyton goes to different, you know, uh, professional football places, yeah. and they reenact, you know, scenes and stuff. Eli goes to college places, really? and they, mm. they reenact historical things. And they're all hilarious. All yeah. of them have a goofy sense of humor about them. Man, 
you know, whenever he, you, you kind of sensed it when Peyton was still playing, he would say stuff or his interviews were hilarious, but Cooper was the goofball back then. Right. And then when Peyton retired, he kind of came out a little bit more and more yeah. you know, comedic. And then Eli, he's, he surprised a lot of people, I think, because Eli used to be the little kid brother that would look towards the sidelines after a bad play and have that dur look on his face. You remember yeah. that? But, uh, he's, he's actually come out, uh, Chad uh, Powers, that Chad, Chad Powers. Powers thing, man, that will live in infamy. That's Think the, fast, run fast. That's the funniest thing. Boy's got a hose on him. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, that was a pretty good show, man. You brought the, you brought the uh, information. Yeah. I uh, would like to hear about your Taco Bell experiences on the way home. All right. Uh, yeah, anytime. You should stop at that uh, same subway on the way back through and ask them if they have one of those wraps again. <laughs> are you <laughs> hopefully the same chick still working? Are Are you taking a different route on the way home? I'll probably stay on the main road. Yeah, you can make a lot more time up that way. We tried yeah. to do the Route 66 thing all the way to uh, St. Louis, and ten hours into what should have been a five-hour trip, we tapped and went back to the highway. Yep, it was neat. But it wasn't that neat. Norton, I am convinced that the same dude that's looking for you about your warranty in your car also works for Norton. There is constantly something on this screen about Norton. Constantly beating you over the head with it. They're just constantly doing it. And they send you they send you emails. Mm-hmm. Trying to upsell you. All the time. Yeah. Whatever. The only thing on this computer is this podcast program. In Norton. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So whatever. Hey, before we end, I want to give just another quick shout out to the Pulse. Oh, yeah. Man, Denali Brett, Tucson Scott, and executive producer Susie, they keep beating the drum for us up there. Our Alaska numbers have jumped. They have actually overtaken one of our neighboring states here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, could you imagine? Have. I I don't listen that often as long as Allison you do, but I did catch one the other day and it's pretty good time, man. Yeah. I mean, it it felt pretty familiar, honestly. Mm-hmm. It just kind of felt like us. Yeah, you know, they kind up of there follow the there. same format. Yeah, don't they? Uh, not one. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> randomly talking shit. Yeah, basically. But I enjoyed it the little bit that I did uh, participate in. Yeah, and Brett says thanks for coming on there for your support and for uh, giving him the beans or whatever you get. Uh, yeah. So on. Uh, the Podbean app, for those of you listening on the Podbean app, you can uh, buy beans, basically. I forget, you buy so many beans for so much. And then during the live broadcast, which we don't do, I think you can still donate to, I think, just traditional. I'm not sure. I'm talking about my ass at this point. But you can, you can donate. So that's what I did. Yeah. I, I threw a, a beer at him, which was worth so many beans. I forget what it was. Because I had bought some to give to the old man's podcast, which I haven't listened to in a while either. Yeah. So. Well, you know. and uh, congratulations to uh, Brett and them in the Pulse. Yeah. They have gotten into the top twenty podcasts on on Podbean on the uh, the on they the do live a, deal on the live podcast. They've pretty much uh, perfected that. They uh, they interact with the chat. It really didn't work for us. Didn't really work out for us. It was you know it's <laughs> no, a, it didn't work it's out. an odd foreign thing to what it we did do, not but. Work out. Um, they they kind of thrive in it. They do a live show uh, daily at uh, one o'clock our time, ten o'clock Alaska time, and then they do a Wednesday night show. So tonight they'll be on at nine thirty our time, and they're real interactive. In that's the, the chat. old. That's the old man's podcast. What's that? Or 
Is it the Old Man's Podcast no, or The Pulse? The Pulse is on at 1 p.m. daily, and then they do a Wednesday night show at 9.30. The Old oh. Man is on at uh, 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. See, so dude, um, I don't have the, the the drive around job that you have to be able to listen to all this shit. I, I, yeah. I can't do that. Uh, yeah, say so you was asking earlier about what I was doing with the uh, Square Splinter guy. You said the next phase of WKOP. Yeah. I'm just trying to to branch out a little bit. Uh, I've got a nice digital camera that's doing nothing, and I've got a garage full of things to do. So now that I don't have a car of any sort, any kind of hot rod, uh, I've got a giant garage of nothingness. And it's just going to be things like, uh, I'm not saying I'm going to do what the square splinter's doing because I don't have that kind of skill. It's going to be more like a buffoon in the garage, just doing shit. And I'm sure Yancey will be there at some points, but, uh, making my wine and stuff. And, uh, uh, flatulence has uh, offered to, uh, show me how to make homemade uh, sauerkraut. So, stuff like that just like random youtube yeah that's the plan we've got a youtube channel now that's wrong kind of podcast or you just search wkop and there's a few things on there back when uh brad was doing the uh, animation for us but i'm gonna try to have some more stuff and i've got some other ideas for not so much podcast but maybe what yancey and i do midweek i'm working on getting some equipment to where we can sit out there in a, a couple of rocking chairs and just do this, but on YouTube. So maybe it won't always be in a podcast form, but I've also been trying to figure out how we could have microphones out there too. So I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things to do. Basically what I've been, I've been preaching is kind of goes back to what we said earlier. There are so many ways to make money nowadays. So many ways they was talking about, there was a, uh, a wage shortage, or not wage shortage, a labor shortage. Mm-hmm. You know that there's so many fewer men in the in the labor force now, because where I work, they're struggling to find people to make damn good money to go to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just are. And when we were kids, it was go to work or go to school so you can go to work. Either mm-hmm. way, you was going to go to work. And work meant you were going to leave your house and you was going to do a task, either it be manual labor or a computer or something, you know. Well, now they can play video games and make money. Now they can be uh, a e-sports social... Stars. Esports. Yeah, we've, we've covered that. You can be a social media coordinator. Yeah. There's so many things they can do now. Look at... Look at Square Splinter. He's not making uh, Big Jack doing that, but you saw his setup. Nice. It's not bad, man. Yeah. And and you know, in a lot of cases, all it takes is like just breaking out one time, and you just gain traction yeah. and just run with it. So basically, all I'm gonna do is just kind of kind of like follow. First, I'm gonna I'm gonna fix my garage up a little bit, so I just kind of follow along with that. And uh, I'm not an expert on anything I'm about to do. It's gonna be an idiot out there i am going to get me a pair of overalls because nobody wants to see this crack <laughs> I'm, I'm doing that as a as a service to the public yes yeah so megan's pretty stoked about me getting overalls 
Yeah. Get some sponsor sti- sponsorship sticker right over the... I will sew your name on the area. ass of my... <laughs> if you want to donate some money. Was that uh, Junior uh, Samples? Was that his name? Yeah, BR549. Yeah. That's right. Call BR549. I called that shit when I was a kid. You know what we're talking about? Hee Haw? So Junior Samples had a car lot. And I don't know what his car lot was called. I don't remember. But he'd come on there and he'd tell about this car and he's wearing overalls. And he'd tell you, you call BR549. And I'd watch that on Hee Haw every Saturday night at my grandparents and go, I want to talk to Junior. You know, so I went over the phone and I dialed, well, just a phone just like that over in the wall where it had the, you know, the letters. And I dialed BR549. I was just waiting for Junior to answer the phone. Do, do, do. You know, I'm like, wow, <laughs> yeah. it's fake. Yeah. BR549. What, what a letdown. It was. It was a damn letdown. Yeah. It pissed me off. The disappointments of youth. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we've uh, covered everything that we're going to cover tonight as always i ask you to go to wkopodcast.com and uh, have a look around and decide how much this is worth to you Uh, kyle he leaves money occasionally he thinks it's worth something to him and uh many of our other uh today uh lord of the cups brought by our gift we're working on awesome it's pretty damn cool he also got me a chief's cup he's also a producer his value is in a couple ways in money and items so you know there's that uh who else are we missing that you know your your cousin my cousin his cousin uh you know there's several i I don't want to mention them all because i'll miss miss them so just go to wko (laughs) wko podcast.com first time in months that i've messed that up you can actually see an entire list of all the producers of people make this show possible yep yep it's a good time it's not one guy on there named boner pill (laughs) <laughs> Not yet. So if you'd like to uh, donate enough money to become Baron Boner Pill, uh, you can do that. And no, you can't change your name now. <laughs> Who all's in there? It ain't happening. You're locked in. You're locked in. But I bet the wizard would make you an instant Boner Pill Baron uh, if you would do something. He's got some challenge for you, I mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, probably the weekend. I guess the weekend. Yeah. yeah that's right. it. Let's plan on it. All right. Later.